I feel like it's always just been reading energy when you're taking someone's portrait. It's like I have to reflect their their energy back to them in a in a hopefully beautiful way. That's what I try to do with my portraiture. But then um, with the aura photography, I get to actually prove to people what their what their beautiful and positive attributes are. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. Happy August. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and uh, I'm excited. I know I say this all the time, but I am truly excited to share with you this week's new episode. It's a powerful, deep, honest, and reflective conversation. And I was so excited, truly, to sit down with Lysandra Vasquez. She is the smiling face and beautiful, intuitive photographer behind Orology. And Orology was created, really, to bring light into the world through showing people what their aura currently says about them. Because... I don't know if you know this, but your energy introduces you before you even speak. When you walk into a room, the vibe, I guess you can say, that you give off just speaks volumes. And so having the awareness and the understanding of what is in your energy field, I think it's incredibly powerful. And so the ability to take a photo of your aura, to see the different colors and the placement, and and then to get a reading, because I really think that was the, and that is the most fantastic part about the whole experience of getting a photo of your aura is the reading that comes with it. It is so empowering to know what it is that you're sharing and carrying and, and what you can work on within yourself to continue to heal and empower and grow. And so Lysandra and I sat down and we chatted all about her journey with photography and reading energy and her desire really to go deeper that led her to kundalini yoga and a 40-day meditation that brought her to aura photography. You guys are going to love that story. We dive deep into aura magic, what our aura is, the different colors in our aura and its placement. We talk about auras that expand out versus auras that are closer in and how a reading works. And Lysandra actually breaks down the colors and the energy in my aura during this week's new episode. And it is scary, crazy accurate. And let's just say it is super on brand. And I am so excited uh, to share that with you guys. We also talk about living in alignment, shaping and taking advantage of the energy we're sharing with the world, checking in with our intuition and really embracing the lessons that appear for greater healing. Plus, we talk about doing the inner work to balance the divine feminine and masculine, surrendering to the universe and trusting that we've done the work. Lysandra shares her biggest dream and so much more. I am super anxious and excited to get into this week's new episode, but before we dive in, I've got to share with you the iTunes review of the week, and this week it comes from Gamers1515, and it says, makes me happy. Sydney is such a beautiful soul inside and out. Tuesdays are the brightest days when I get to listen to the podcast, which is always filled with so much wisdom and happiness. Whether I'm going to work, cleaning around the house, going on my morning walk, I am happy while listening to Seek the Joy. I learn so much and simply just feel good. So thank you, Sydney. 
Oh my god, this is such a nice review. Thank you so much, Gamers1515, for rating and reviewing the podcast. And guys, if you've been enjoying this podcast, or even if it's your first time listening to, sh- to the show, if you want to give us a little love and support, a rating and review really helps us out. I know every single podcast and every single podcaster says this, but it is so true. Ratings help new people find the show and also tell people what Seek the Joy is all about. So when you leave us a rating and review, take a screenshot of that review, send it to sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com. I will send you our guide for infusing more joy into your life. Plus it is a really awesome way for us to connect outside of the show because at the end of the day, this is what it's about. It's about connection and community and sharing who we are and our journeys and our experiences and, and really coming together. So I'm excited to continue to connect with so many more of you. All right, guys, that's it. It was so much fun to have this conversation with Lysandra. We actually recorded in person, which I was super stoked. Does anyone even say stoked anymore? I don't know. I was really excited about it. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this one. After you tune in, join the conversation on our social media pages. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere and... I don't know. I'm just so grateful for everything that Lysandra shared in this week's new episode. And it is such a fun and deep and insightful conversation. And we could have kept going. We could have kept talking. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Lysandra of Orology. <laughs> I think it actually would be kind of hysterical. It's like, um, I think people, when they meet me, they don't understand what's happening. Just and like, then they just hear this, like, really so Hi. voice. Hello. You know? Nice to meet you. Welcome should, to your should, aura reading. You <laughs> should keep this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's hysterical. Yeah. So where should we start? I mean, when did you first pick up a camera? When did you get into photography? Oh, yeah. Because I know aura photography wasn't exactly where you started. The but thing. Yeah. yeah. So when did this well, start? It goes back a little further because um, I was uh, acting first originally. Oh. Um, so, and that stems from when I was I was born in Puerto Rico. I lived there till I was eight, and then we moved to Ohio. <laughs> I know my mom. My mom is a pediatrician. She got a job up there, and me, my me, her, my brother, my sister moved to Ohio, and we kind of had to like um, assimilate to a yeah. new culture. We didn't speak the language, and so um, our the running joke in my family is that we learned to speak English by watching Barney. No, and so yeah, so we like I learned. I watched like I watched entirely too much TV, like too much like Nick at Night, everything like all the classics. Yeah. I'm like I know every You're single a 90s episode. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. All of the things. Yeah. So I, that's where I learned everything. I learned um, how to like, like everything. Like I HGTV, how to like work a, work a sander, a power saw. And like also like learned uh, timing, comedic mm-hmm. timing and how to like be like in the American culture. Yeah. So that's what I learned that. And I, I feel like that's why at a very young age I wanted to be on TV or a performer or yeah. something like that, because that meant that I could give back because I learned everything kind of from watching them. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, I guess that's what I want to do. Yeah. Like I want to. Because you saw it in front of you. Yeah, I saw it in front of me. And I was like, okay, well, they made such a difference in my life. So I want to also do that. But I started acting uh, after after I got out of, I played sports my whole life. And that was kind of like what kept me busy when I was a kid. And then as soon as I graduated high school and went to college, I started acting in Florida. 
we went from Ohio to Florida and that's where I did high school. Um, and then I acted in, um, in Orlando and I booked a movie called Sydney White. <laughs> Funny enough. Wait, the movie Sydney White? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to know something hysterical? What? My last name in German means white. Hilarious. So when that movie came out, I was like, okay, LOL. You're like, you're like, well, Is this movie about me? Oh, wait, no, it's is not. Is this me? <laughs> so you booked that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my like my first audition for like an actual movie. I don't really know what I was going for. No. I just dyed my hair black, like literally. And uh, they were looking for a girl that was in a size two for this part uh, in the movie that's called Amy. And I yeah. just like walked in. I read for the part and they were like, oh my gosh, you're perfect. Can you dye your hair blonde? And I was like... Yeah, I literally like, just dyed it black. Like, it's like it was like not like totally like it had dyed it the day before. Like it was so funny. And then they're like, okay, well then the next the next day I got like the next day they're like, okay, they want you. I didn't even have an agent. Yeah, but like they're like, um, my the agent that sent me in because she knew me. She's like, oh well, I'm representing you now. And um, so this is like, the thing. And like, and she's this like, is happening. this is the thing that is happening. And here we are. And so then I continued to work a little bit until I moved here. I moved here in 2008. Um, that was like right after yeah. that movie came out and I was working here, but like acting and actually being in the industry is very different mm-hmm. than what people <laughs> um, expect. Yeah. What we know. When the actuality of it is a lot of the times there's people don't take into account the amount of luck and timing that mm-hmm. contributes to a career in, in that field. Um, because talent alone, isn't it? Yeah. So with the rule being that if you can see yourself doing something else and then do that. Mm -hmm. And eventually I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm not living across the country from my family to, to like work a crappy job, call out for half the day to go sit in a room with a bunch of other bilingual, um, brunettes (laughs) to read. Yeah. Yeah. To read a line about pizza. Like it's not what I, that's literally not what I came out here to do. And this was, this was like almost like nine, nine years ago. So if you think about like 2010, mm-hmm. there was a lot less like body positive or like yeah. um, pe- people of color, even on television, like rapid. I mean, there was, but it was definitely like a minor role. There wasn't a lot of mm-hmm. like, so like for me, like just what allowed for me to have such an easy way to be like, this can't even, this isn't even possible right now. Yeah. I need to take, I need to take back control of like what, what A, feeds my soul and what I can like, why am I out here? Yeah. And so I've always kind of done photography. Like I've always, cause I was studying art the whole time. Like I was in, I majored in art. Um, and then I ended up going uh, and to Cal Arts um, in Santa Clarita for photography and focused on that and then I've just been doing photography traditional portrait photography Mm -hmm. ever since so it's all if you think about it now like now that I have this like 2020 of course it's yeah always it's it's always uh, uh, much more clear but uh or hindsight is 2020 uh it's I feel like it's always just been reading energy Mm mm-hmm when it's uh, me coming from Puerto Rico and like trying to read the energy of people in the room and understand the language. And then in a scene, you're reading somebody's energy. And then uh, when you're taking someone's portrait, yeah. it's like I have to reflect their their energy back to them in a, in a hopefully beautiful way. That's what I try to do yeah. with my portraiture. But then um, with this stuff, with the aura photography, I get to actually prove to people... 
yeah. what their what their beautiful and positive attributes are. Yeah. This is so fascinating because your journey to photography to to doing aura photography wasn't linear. It wasn't oh, like you picked up a camera at age seven and you were like, I'm gonna be a photographer and this is what I wanna do, but it was acting, it was being in an environment where you are participating in capturing somebody's essence or capturing a moment. And when you decided, when you, were, you didn't want to be in the room, you didn't want to do these auditions, it wasn't your calling, did you have a period of time where you're like, I need to get quiet with myself. I need to figure out what my next steps are. Did you just know, like, this is not it. I'm going to move into the next thing. Oh, no, girl. I did a lot. I did, I've been doing a lot of work. <laughs> I call... My joke is that my life is a series of women's retreats. I've been, I've been working. So you've been doing the work. Like you've yeah. been going deep. You've been doing it. And yeah. how many retreats have you done? I probably am too embarrassed to like actually probably okay. say, but, but it's like not embarrassed. But it's like I started doing women's group work when I was probably about like 24 okay. and I'm 33 now. So it's been... And I've always kind of done like, um, it's like, um, like just, I've always been like reading Deepak Chopra mm-hmm. or something. So I've, You've I've always done been kind of in this space. Yeah. I've always done kind of a lot. I've been self-reflective in that sense. And before then, like even my acting te- my first acting teacher, Yvonne Suhor, um, had us do the artist way, which is, mm-hmm. has morning pages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she introduced us to Deepak Chopra and stuff like that. So it's, I've always been um into I don't, know, for, I don't like to say self-help but like you know it's, it's like self-reflection yeah, the self-reflection the self-development this wanting self-development to go, is a much more empowering word I think so too yeah. I mean it's this desire yeah. to want to go deeper yeah. to really understand who you are why you are the way you are um I often call it like the essence of who you are which kind of sounds a little cliche but I, I like to look at it as like there are things that are in our peripheral all the time, the way mm-hmm. we see things, the way we interact with other people, the what we're attracted to. But it's another layer to go deeper within it and to understand the why behind it and to understand the reason why the pieces of who you are kind of fit mm-hmm. the way they are. I love what you said, too, that this has always just been about reading energy. They often say, I believe this, I think you probably do, too, that energy speaks first the way in which you carry yourself, how you enter a room, um, it speaks volumes. And so when you don't speak the language, when it's a new culture, when it's an unfamiliar environment, the person or the person's energy greets you first. And so you probably always had to read energy that way in every environment to get a sense of how it would be for you. I can totally relate to that. And it it makes a huge difference when you can tap into it and be like, all right, I can show up as my full self or I got to rein it in or like, you know what I mean? Like you like, get a read on the room. That, that person cannot handle my 10. No. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to drop back. <laughs> We're going to go to a five and then maybe we'll go to a two. But do you know like, what I mean? Oh Energy speaks Well, that's why I volumes. feel like, yeah, I, that's why I feel, um, I, whenever people come into my booth, I'm like, you need to know what you're giving off. Mm-hmm. It's empowering. Um, because if you, if you like, for example, are like, um, sometimes I, I ask people if they come up with like reds in their, in their aura, which is like passion, vitality, strength, ambition, passion. Mm -hmm. It's like very like root, um, strength, like 
Um, it's really good when you're uh, usually the, you see those colors when you're making like foundational changes or financial. It's very tied like, to the root chakra. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, so usually I'm like, okay, so all these like wonderful things, like you're doing great. You're doing this. Are you single? Like the, the, and some of them times I'll be like, yes. And I'm like, okay, great. Are you looking for hookups? Or are you looking for like an open hearted relationship? And then like whatever their answer yeah. is, I'm like, I'm like, no judgment. If you're looking for hookups, then holler, just be safe and do it from your power. But also if you're looking for like an open hearted relationship, you're going to want to be a little bit more discerning because, um, um, passion and like lust exists like on that same vibrational mm -hmm, frequency mm -hmm. so when people are just like me, uh, men or women whoever you're attracted to whoever is attracted to you they're gonna pick up on that it's like lower hanging fruit yeah so you just said not that they can't be a good compatible match for your heart as well but you just have to be more discerning yeah so anytime I see that I'm like <laughs> yeah be a little bit more discerning when when you're yeah and when out there you know on these the energy streets. that you're carrying, the energy that you're giving off, you can work with it. Yeah. And I think that's more. the key. Mm -hmm. And that awareness changes the game. For sure. Yeah. When did you start working with auras and aura photography? You picked okay. up the camera. You were like, okay, this is what I want to be part of. Did it come from this spiritual self-development space? Yes, it did. So for, I've been doing, I've been practicing Kundalini yoga now for, I mean, I've probably for the last three years, mm -hmm. I've done um, some women's groups with that. Um, I play team sports my whole life and I'm one of three. So I think I, I just like to be, you gotta be I in like, that environment. yeah, I like a group. Yeah. yeah. I'm good with a group. You don't like and to I, do it alone. Well, I also, I mean, I work for myself. I'm always by myself. So like whenever I can mm -hmm. get a group, I'm mm -hmm. in a group. It's um, an interesting balance, right? Like working for yourself, having that like solo preneur shit. Yeah situation but then needing that balance with the group I think it's interesting yeah yeah I just like I, I like it but I also do do my space mm -hmm. um I'm so, one of three too so I got yeah, you I get it it is yeah man. so um with with the women's groups that I've been doing it's it's the kundalini yoga has done a lot a lot for me but the this this year in particular that we had been doing the it was last year um we were doing a seven month um women's group and during during this um seven months we did a 40-day karmic um karmic cleansing of the theme of the feminine arc line mm -hmm. meditation and um so and the purpose of I wanted more clarity on my photo business because I was like what am I doing mm -hmm. like what mm -hmm. what like what is my direction because I've been I'm not really building anything and just saying yes to the work that's coming and that doesn't feel fulfilling yeah um so I was like all right what is it what's the next thing and while we were doing that 40-day meditation um I just kept getting like smacked in the face with aura photos mm. and I was like first of all I'm an arts I'm an art snob because of Cal Arts mm. so I like um conceptual art snob and so I'm like that's not real photography. Mm. <laughs> you had like, to kind of challenge yourself. Well, it was my bit. ego. Yeah. My ego's like, huh, no. Yeah. Like, try again, universe. <laughs> Give me something else. <laughs> Tell me I have to go contact Annie Leibovitz. Like, and right. that she's just going to be like, there you are, finally. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's what my ego yeah. wanted. Yeah, of course. But then it's like, oh, or photos. I'm like, um, still not actually kind of sure what that is, but I'm gonna go, uh, look it up. And so then I talked to my friend, Kelly Knight, who owns Modern Mystic Shop in Atlanta. And she was doing the, the seven month thing with me. And she's like, oh no, it's like, 
oh no, that's a, that's a business. And she's like, uh, and we have, uh, photographers or photographers that come through my shop and it's great. And I was like, uh, are you sure? She's like, yeah. And so then I started doing some research. I looked up the gear and then this and that. And then I was like, oh, okay. That can actually, that can actually work. And as soon as I started like looking up the gear and the business was extremely clear and I've never seen a path mm-hmm. as clear that's as this so, one. Cl- so crystal clear. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And then like, I went back to Kelly and I was like, yo, I think I'm going to do it. She's like, great. She's like, what are you going to name it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know yet. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, How's it'll something? come to me. She's like, yes, it'll come to you. She goes, well, why don't you just ask Yogi Blizzion for it mm. during meditation? And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I can, uh, I can just ask mm-hmm. Yogi Bhajan for, okay. Then that's a little weird, but okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. I'm like, but I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. And like, I'd like, I've got it for my sadhana and I was like, all right. <clears throat> Yogi Bhajan, like show me <laughs> the name. <laughs> like, I was like, it's so weird. Cause I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, it's weird because, like, I'm not getting a name, but I'm, like, but I'm being shown this, like, nebulous, like, mm-hmm. pink, like, like, almost, like, not an aurora borealis, but it was more of, like, a, like, a, like, a faraway galaxy, mm-hmm. but it was, like, pinkish, mm-hmm. and I was, like, okay, so galaxies, I don't know, I was trying to, so I'm just, like, oh, I guess I'm gonna hit the Googles, and so I was, like, <laughs> I was like, it's like, dr- dr- yeah. just like searching, 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 and I'm like trying to think of like if there's like some sort of like faraway galaxy that's actually named Aura something. Yeah. Like, like okay, putting the pieces together. Yeah, putting the pieces yeah. together. I'm like very clearly being shown this, and yeah. I'm like, okay, well, um, but then I just kept running across all sorts of ologies and onomies, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh. Auraology, and then I looked up to see if it was an actual thing, and it's not. So I was like, okay, cool. There it was. Then it's me. Then that's what I'm gonna do because it's the study of auras. Because you know, imposter syndrome. When we 100%. do these things, you're like, okay, I know that I know the things that I know, but like, I know there's also people that are that know a little bit more than I mm-hmm. do. And so, how who am I, who am I to mm-hmm. think that I'm an authority on something that I'm um, not? that I don't feel like, that I feel like I have so much left to learn. Yeah. Um, that's why I call it orology, the study of auras, because it's a growing thing. Yeah. It's going to be able to grow with me. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm definitely so much more knowledgeable about energy than I was a year ago mm-hmm. or even like six months ago. So it's, that's, I couldn't have given myself a better name <laughs> for the company with like perfect. a message where it's just like, okay, it's growing because you know what's interesting is it's growing and it's shifting with you as Mm -hmm. you grow and shift and change and as your understanding and your knowledge and your awareness and it's perfect it's it's incredible give myself the perfect like yeah (laughs) well the perfect in yeah I think it's the perfect in (laughs) because our auras are constantly changing what your aura is now could change after a conversation, right? It can change mm-hmm. in a week. And so it's a reflection of you too and your business. Mm-hmm. And I love that your friend was like, just ask Yogi Bhajan for it. She's great. I love that yeah. because I've shared this on the podcast. Yeah. I've shared this with you. I also practice Kundalini yeah. yoga and I started in 2014 and I actually have not done my practice in about six months. And so it's very powerful when you do tap into it and when you do, even if you're not super consistent with it, what is revealed to you, um, even on just a molecular cellular level, 
you're not always seeing or hearing or it comes to you, the, the shifts and the changes. I'm not articulating myself the best way I would love to in this moment, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah. And so they call it a technology. It's a like ton. It, yeah. Yeah. It's a technology and it works really quickly. Mm-hmm. And the teachers that I have had, it basically call it an app. Like you're I just, love that. it's just like a quick download yeah. and you're, and you're like, like, What's what's going on, girl? Mm-hmm. Like we have a Kriya for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like let's there is let's something, do it. Like there's literally. something that you can do. Um, like the um, they there's this thing called the one minute breath where you can. It's like the other day I was feeling super anxious in the car, and then I took out my timer and I was like, nope, I'm gonna do the mm-hmm. one minute breath, and it's just like breathing in for like slowly breathing in for 20 seconds, holding it for 20 seconds, and then breathing out for 20 seconds, and that's um supposed to just completely mm-hmm. reset yeah and it's it does. i mean it, it, it i mean it does it does <laughs> so it does i love um, that this came to you through a meditation through a series of googling google searches putting the pieces together and so you treasure hunt it is a treasure <laughs> hunt because life life is that treasure yeah. hunt always and so orology the yeah. study of auras yeah did you then pick up a book and start diving in and yeah. looking at the different colors and the positionings and what it all means? Yeah. And did you just throw yourself into yeah. it? And it's, um, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but like when, w- sometimes you pick up a book and mm-hmm. you're like, it's like granola with a dry mouth. It's like, <laughs> though you can't, it's like I literally like can't like this, like I, and, the, yeah. and also you're sleepy. Like somehow mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can't get through literally this. Literally me throughout law school. 100 so sydney at law school is what this was not um it was reading <laughs> reading reading about auras and mm-hmm. reading about energy is just like i i i don't consider myself a good like a super fast reader like yeah. I'm, I'm not super slow but like but these books i was just like boom 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 wow. it was just like oh it was more of a remembering mm. than than really um like having to cram mm-hmm. um which 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 may which just like validated that i was operating in alignment to 100%. what i'm what where my next phase in life is yeah. leading me to yeah because when it comes easy when it's literally like you're moving through it quickly or not quickly but at a pace that like is feels good do you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like it's second nature. It was like a, I love what you said that it was like a remembering mm-hmm. as opposed to a learning. And so what was it like getting all the equipment and setting it up and having your first session with someone taking their photo? I mean, did you just like, did it feel like putting on like an old pair of jeans, like comfortable, like you were, you knew what you were up, you were doing? I was terrified. <laughs> I'm like, I wish it was that beautiful, but no. it was terrified yeah um because I'm like I don't want to do it wrong of um, course, yeah yeah I mean I did a couple of them here at home uh with friends and loved ones and so it was very easy to like to do that and to, mm-hmm. and they were very forgiving as I like kind of kind of used a cheat sheet moment, right? and like yeah. had to because like at first it's like I kind of like I kind of it's just learning what the colors meant I knew what the positions like I, it was just it was a little chunky at first yeah but course. then um my first event was actually in Bonnaroo um, with Kelly. Kelly's my girl. Your friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I feel Kelly like I know sh- Kelly now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Everyone knows Kelly. Kelly uh, and Modern Mystic had a 
a setup next to me at Bonnaroo. And so we were we were right next to each other. And we also had our friend Helene Palm Reader. So it was like the, the three awesome. of us were, were set up there. Yeah. And it was really nice that it I mean, business wise was not great <laughs> of where we were where we were positioned because there was just not a lot of like yeah. walking traffic. Yeah. But as far as like experience wise to get my like to get re- a like couple readings at, yeah to get my yeah. feet wet and like to get like readings at a pace that I wasn't like rushed yeah. it was perfect yeah. so I was able to like really like connect with people and so it was it was really it was really nice and I feel like the people that did come through really were meant to come and have a reading yeah uh for me and and then that following weekend uh, we did uh Modern Mystic in Atlanta Kelly store and it was like like, like you had you, were, you had stepped out. into your groove a little bit. Yeah, I, I was thrown into my groove gorilla style <laughs> because it was sold out. So I was just like, no oh. way. Yeah, it was completely like we were completely sold out. That's and I didn't, awesome. I didn't schedule myself a break. I'm a jerk. And I just like because no. I forgot. And I was like, oh, OK, I just mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. But then I was like, no, nah, you know. You guys didn't do it. It's so cool. But I was invigorated by it. There was nothing about it that was tiring to me. That's the key is when you're invigorated by it and you're like, holy shit, I can keep going. I can keep doing this. I don't need to take a break. When I work on this show, that's how I get. Like, it'll be like literally one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh my God, you got to go to sleep because you've got two days before you got to go back to work again. And like, so once you get going in the thing that like lights you up, that brings you joy, that is like your passion, that is aligned with the message and what you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. part of and what you're supposed to share. I mean, it's a game changer. I mean, it lights you up like nothing else. And so you just have kept going and you've kept doing events and sharing who you are and sharing. um, I really believe it's sharing these gifts that have come through you. And so when you sit down and do a reading with somebody after they've taken a photo or and I know you also offer the video as well. Mm-hmm. Do you, in the morning or the day, do you do anything to connect or do you just sit down and look at the energy and you, it just flows through you and you can tell them what's going on? So before the day starts, I'll do a little meditation or a little prayer. Sometimes, I mean, I just don't have time to do a full meditation because mm-hmm. like, oh, I just drove really far and I have to set this up. So like yeah. business logistics girl is is driving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> my body and so I don't really have a lot of time yeah. but before my first client goes I'll clear the space like I'll clear the space have some clearing spray um and then I'll just say a prayer and be like um please um to my guides and just be like please just allow everyone that comes through here to leave better mm-hmm. than they did and whatever messages come through please allow them to be for the highest good of everyone involved yeah and like that's kind of the energy that I set and what's really good about the 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 space that I create with the booth or the yurt whatever it is they're coming into my sacred space and then they get to leave I love so it's not like it I feel like that's what is also like energetically protecting me Mm -hmm. is that you come into my space and I'm not just constantly going into other people's bubbles they're stepping into my and you've set the space you've set the intention you've set the boundaries and I've set the nurturing place for them to feel safe yeah like everyone is everyone no, I'm not, I'm 0% judging anybody. No, like God, no. I'm just supportive. I'm like your supportive girlfriend. That's going to tell you like how like beautiful you are. And then also warn you if you got something going on. Yeah. I mean, you and I like, known each other a month. 
maybe yeah. month and a half. Yeah. I think you're phenomenal. <laughs> like I, I feel like when we connected, we connected right away. I feel like I had known you forever. Um, I should probably mention I'm in your apartment right now recording. Yeah, she's in my home. I'm in her home. We're recording for this podcast. When you greeted me at the door, it was like, it was like kind of like so natural, like as if I would know where I was going. And I think that's very much you, you know, just setting the space, setting the intention, having it be a good, positive, nurturing experience for people. And like we said earlier, the energy that you are carrying, the energy that you bring forth, it's reflected. It bounces off of you. And so I think that's really important that you've set that space for yourself. I feel like there's so much more because um, there's so much more than obviously you get a photo mm-hmm. or a video mm-hmm. of your aura. You get a photo and a video. Um, but I don't think that that's what I that's what no. I do. No. I mean, it's the, that's the artifact that you get to keep. But the the service is the most important part to me and the experience mm-hmm. of it. Um, so that's whenever if people ever like have anything to say about like the not liking their photo they've missed the point of the whole thing from my heart yeah. but it's also their journey so yeah. if that's where they're at yeah and, and it's, it's about a focus the connection on this, that you yeah. create and and what you can share through sitting down and having that moment with that person and connecting mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, while there are some people who can see auras, and I think that's Absolutely. incredible, and like, what a gift to have. But most of us don't, or aren't tapped into that, right? And so to have a piece of technology or equipment where you can get a visual of what's going on around you, I think it's phenomenal. Let me tell you about the technology. Yeah, I want to hear, okay. I think, because I don't know, I mean. To there, explain how it works. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are some people who have had this experience before who haven't, but I'd love to talk about that. And then if we could maybe even break down just what different colors often show up and well, what all that yeah. means, because there are going to be people who listen to this, who are going to meet you, who are going to find you at an event. And so anyway, I'd love to break it down. Word. Okay. All right. So here it is. So the... Um, the way that the aura is picked up through this, uh, this technology was created by a man named Guy Coggins, and he is a sweet man who lives in like, the Redwood, Redwood, California, mm-hmm. Redwood City, I believe. Um, and he, I when I when I decided I wanted to do this, I went up there to visit him. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he, I wanted because I wanted, I work in, when I was working at CalArts, I like I worked. I'm a digital photographer and I work with gifts a lot yeah. as a part of my creative practice. Yeah. And I did a gallery of like cinemagraphs, okay. if you know what those are, which is like yeah. basically like art gifts. That's so, cool. <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, I know that I can, t- I have the technical know-how to potentially make be the per- the only person that offers video versions. Yeah. Um, but I just need to know if the out, like if the output quality is going to be good enough yeah. and like, what's the file type? Like what, like I just needed, you needed to, to see know, like, what you were doing, how to do it, how to put it together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like they were, I just don't think that they understood like what I was asking. So I had to go up there. Yeah. So I was like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to go, I'm going to go drive up there. Yeah. So I drove up there. Sweet man. Um, but he showed me like all of like, it's like Willy Wonka showing you the no whole way. chocolate factory when I just had one question. That's amazing. <laughs> and one question. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But the, so the software so there's obviously a lot of people have had their images taken with the polaroid version Mm -hmm. and the polaroid version and my version have the same uh take 
the information in the same way, which is through the hand. Mm -hmm. And there's little um, uh, stainless steel sensors on the acupressure points of your hand through this little sensor box. And I believe the ones that are taken with the Polaroid have dual, like that with both hands. Mine just has one on the left. And um, so then my with my stuff, um, with my gear, it gets taken through your left hand, and it's that the energy that that's reading is through biofeedback technology, and it's the um, the energy that's being emitted from your meridian centers, and then the software I have turns it into a color interpretation mm-hmm. of your aura. So nothing can actually photograph the aura right. um, that we have, um, but this is a color. This is about as close as we can get. So cool. Um, um, Guy Coggins worked with a bunch of color seeing psychics. Like you mentioned, there are people who can are gifted enough to see it. And he calibrated it with um, with a number of them to ensure its accuracy. Yeah. And I've done thousands of readings at this point and yeah. I make people cry all the time. Yeah. And like it's and people <laughs> it's get creeped out, but they're like, what? Yeah. How did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> like that just literally happened. And I was like, listen, Linda, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm aura. literally like, <laughs> I'm literally just a messenger. I'm the messenger. You're like, I'm just re and like, cause it's, it's all storytelling mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel. Like when I read your aura, like I like tell you the entire story of the energy that you're emitting. Yeah. It's so um, cool. And so, yeah. yeah, I feel like we should take a step back. What is an aura for oh, anyone word. that yeah. I just realized we didn't like define that. And there might you're be like, someone that's like, what are these two You're chicks like, talking about? Like, <laughs> what's an aura? So it's the in the simplest way, the aura is the electromagnetic field that surrounds any living being. Inanimate objects actually have a little bit of energy around them, but it's not as large as like a human aura or like even like pets, animals. They all have human as an aura, yeah. but the human aura, a healthy human aura, is um <clears throat> is like two to three feet. Mm. around uh your body you can expand you can uh with doing energy work you can expand it more some people um and the thing that makes up to even get like a little bit deeper the thing that makes up an aura is called prana it's life force mm-hmm. and some people are just born with like excess prana um it's like like being born with a extra athletic ability like yeah like it's just like yeah. not fair like but like you can <laughs> you can do work like like kundalini yeah. is a great mm-hmm. thing to like to boost up your aura yeah. but like there's just some people that are just like born yeah. a little bit like with mm-hmm. then those are like so, like people that like are just naturally like celebrities public speakers like that's 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 prana that's yeah. excess prana yeah so the aura is this electromagnetic field that's around you and like the best way to describe it like when you're like at a grocery store and you're in line mm-hmm. and sometimes when there's somebody like directly behind you it you it doesn't matter. You're just like, all right, or whatever. But sometimes there's somebody that's like two feet behind you and you're like, I want this person to leave mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. I need them to go away. The strangers, mm-hmm. you have no reason, mm-hmm. no cognitive reason as to like, up. yeah, no cognitive reason as to like why this person is like, like, like why? <laughs> it just feels like not good. I need them to get away from me. Like <laughs> all of a sudden you like shift, like your eyes turn completely black or something. Like, and that could be because they have a clashing aura to you, like clashing colors, mm. or it's the shadow aspect of what you have. And you just don't, and you're just like, nope. And you're picking it up. Yeah. Because sometimes we just don't like people when they show us the ugly sides of what we have. Yeah. Um, that is so true. That is so, beyond true. So that's kind of like what I what I use for like so then people can understand what 
like mm-hmm. how powerful the, the energy is. And sometimes like we, we tend to have um, people around us tend to have complementary aura mm-hmm. colors, which if you think about like the color wheel, like anyway. yeah, yeah. if you think about the color wheel, it's like colors on the same side of that spectrum, but that doesn't mean that you don't have people that have different things going on around you. Yeah. Too. It's so fascinating. And then, so within the aura are different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I remember looking at your site, red, yellow, orange, Yeah, it's blue, like Ro- Reggie Biv. Yeah. Um, the color, the color spectrum goes like that. And then there's white. Um, I see a lot of turquoise and golds as well. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and those are all, especially, um, turquoise is like the teacher speaker healer energy. Mm. And I'm, (laughs) I should like, I'm around a ton of healers and teachers. So like, uh, yeah, it, that comes up a lot. Interesting. What is, have you done a recent photo of your aura? Yeah, I do. I do mine like almost once a month whenever we have. So like my most recent, my most recent, because I've, I used to be in like the red oranges, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is a creative entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. like passionate and creative. You were really deep in that space. Yeah. Yeah. I was working, like just being, (laughs) be doing that. And then like after a while, it's like, it's always kind of in that family. Then it switched to gold for a little bit. Mm. Um, This was like earlier earlier this year it was like january february when we were finishing up um the seven month program and i was just feeling uh really i had made a couple of deals for the summer it was just like feeling like i was magnetizing Mm -hmm. some good things and then recently um i'm in like the Mm turquoise-ish at the moment which is i feel like um when the turquoise energy is i call it the ted talk energy Mm -hmm. which is the feeling like in your skin where you can actually talk about the thing that you're an expert in i know lol i mean Um, lol we are sitting here on a podcast so it's perfect where you're feeling like you can and it's a their healing capabilities to that to that um that color and actually just being really confident in your power without having to really force it i i think that's so fascinating i love that you've been tracking it and tracking it on your journey as you grow and you evolve with this business and with your own personal self-development work i mean and like also tracking it with like whatever's happening in my personal life it's really funny so do you see it reflected a lot like what's going on in your personal life will you see it in the colors that are in your aura yeah i mean it depends on like the 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 thing that's happening in my personal life is if it's like um whether it's traumatizing or not <laughs> or like or like lifting me up so you've you seen know? the color change have you also seen because i'm so fascinated by this have you also seen like because i know sometimes auras can be closer in versus farther yeah. out have you seen yeah. that in your aura as well change over time no, not in mine because i'm pretty steady You're pretty consistent. as to like i'm not someone who's like I don't need to be, it's not my birthday every day. I'm not trying to be like on top of the bar like that, (laughs) but like also I'm not, I'm not a hermit. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you're somewhere good in the middle. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm, I feel like I'm in the middle um, there, but there are some people, there's some people's auras that, that I've seen that come like directly above their head. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, cause like Lysandra, the human is I can't really make judgments on people's things because sometimes like I'm like, mm, oh God, that's weird. Like I don't know what to think of that. But then I just let 
I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not the one reading this. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just let whatever message is coming through and I'll like actually just like sit back a little bit. And then I'll be like, I had one girl come in that her aura was like right above her head. And usually there's a good amount of color Mm -hmm, above the, mm -hmm. above the head. And I, I was like, okay, I'm like, just let, just let it come out. And I was like, I was like, I was like, you really don't know what you really don't feel like you have anything going on right now. And like, and also I'm like, so you're hiding. And she started crying. Aww. And I was like, yeah. So if it's closer in, what does that mean versus I mean, if it's it, out? It can mean that you're, um, so, um, I mean, it's not necessarily bad. Because, no, like, no, no. I feel like um, since um, I'm a photographer, yeah. as you know, but, like, sometimes, like, when I'm, like, um, photographing, like, retreats or something, a very intimate space, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it helps to like really shrink my energy and just like be the smallest possible. Yeah, so I feel like so that's sense. when you can like really that's when like it's closer in. Yeah. So it's almost more of a more intimate space, deeper. Mm-hmm. Does it reflect deeper, maybe like more reflective, introspective? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, and not everybody wants to, and sometimes we not have everyone wants to expand of, their aura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people really do yeah. <laughs> want to expand their aura. Yeah. And like, and that's what like, and I hate to keep saying Kundalini, but like, that's what Kundalini does help for that. Mm-hmm. It's not the only mm-hmm. thing, but it is a very it's good, such a powerful tool. It's powerful for that. Um, and like, I always say like, it's not just Kundalini that works very fast for, I think for anybody, mm-hmm. but anything that can get you to, to feel like you're vibrating at a higher rate yeah. and can get you to feel expanded and like on top of the world do that mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. people feel on top of the world after a spin class and i'm like so true and i'm like door, and do you boo boo yeah. yeah that's what's up so we took a photo of my aura yes we can did. we talk about it yeah i am you've been she's been hiding it from me i saw I a little peek i literally said mind she, your business you literally were like mind your business and i was like all right all right, right wait okay. okay so uh we'll obviously have a copy for you available on the onlines Ooh. you ready Ooh. okay so this is me revealing uh, Sydney's photo for the first time, and I will go over the way that we read the aura, okay? Okay. So, the way that the aura is read, on the right side of the body, left-hand side of the photo, is the masculine side. And then on the left-hand side of the body, um, right-hand side of the photo, is the feminine side. And then right-hand side of the body is the past, on top of the head is the present, and the future side is the left hand side so we have a couple different colors going on here on the on the <laughs> on the recent sorry i'm laughing because it's so fu- it's like actually I'm really like, funny like, accurate okay so okay so you see the difference between this this kind of yellow and then this gold up here so on the right hand side on the recent past masculine side you have yellow yellow is the color of intellect Okay. Which is like what you give. Yeah. And also joy. Uh-huh. Yeah. On brand. Very on brand. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. She got yellow. She got joy. She's all over I it. I have so much to say, but I'm just gonna let you talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have so that's what you're that's what you're giving, and that's in your recent past, your masculine side. You have a little bit of green there, which is nurturing and or self it's it, when it's in the recent past, it can be uh self it can be self love, um nurturing. It can be something you give to others or yourself or all of the above and then you see how on the 
um, present moment, which is the very top of the aura. And it's also the, um, the outer band. So it's the same color on both. So it's your present moment and the outer band is hopes and goals position. Mm -hmm. So they're one in the same at the moment. So what you're working on right now is also what you hope mm -hmm, to attain. Mm -hmm. And that's gold. Mm -hmm. Gold energy is literally to go for the gold. It's, I call it the Olympians mentality. So mm -hmm. it's you raising your vibration. It's you, uh, leveling up. You're extremely talented. You have the ability to, um, to attain accolades, wealth, the things that you want. The trouble is sometimes with the gold energy is deciding. Sometimes we have trouble as humans deciding on the thing, but as soon as you do, boom, you can manifest things really quickly. And with gold in your energy, that's why it's very important that you use that little nog, that strong little noggin of yours <laughs> to really be very crystal clear on the energies and the things that you're trying to, and your boundaries, because if you aren't clear on what you're aiming for, then you're not going to know what to say no to because mm -hmm. people are already uh, like attracted to bringing things your way. And, um, that's, that's a very important mm -hmm. thing for you to be clear. Discernment. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. discernment and very much so. And you're bringing that into your future side. You see how you still have a lot more yellow here? So you're still bringing in that joy and that intellect. And I feel like a lot of that when I see yellow and green mixed together. So green uh, is in your future side. It's in your feminine side uh, in what you're creating. So it's what you receive and what you're creating. And you have the this beautiful green here. Green, it's peace. It's love. It's harmony. It's it's of the it's like the mother Gaia energy. Mm -hmm. So it's creation. It's growth. Mm -hmm. When it's in the future position, I typically um, I will make that a little bit more of an action oriented thing because okay. you're creating. Yeah, and that's gonna be more prosperity. Um, what are we calling in? This is call. This is like from this side and since it has like a little bit of intention behind it mm -hmm. because of the yellow and the yeah. green it's not fully green so it's like it's still paired with your intellect so this is like on the money with saying like okay like you need to like still be very clear with your intentions yeah but you're growing from an open-hearted space mm -hmm. because um green is also unconditional love mm. and um yeah, yeah like wow. it's like you already have you have a beautiful garden what's next what are you planning in it mm. so the soil is there yeah we've watered the soil and yeah now it's you're just about figuring out what, what what are we bringing in you're not you're not coming from a place of lack this is fascinating so and you have and you see how you have yellow on your face yeah uh -huh. i was gonna ask you about that yeah so when there's a distinct color on the face that means that that's what you that's what you lead that's i social mask often gets a negative connotation mm -hmm. because it sounds like you're being fake but it's not it's that's what you lead with so uh, when people when people greet you yeah that's the joy i have felt very much like i've been in this third chakra space and that is yellow and i've i've literally had people tell me that yellow is my power color and i've always been like this is like for the last year and a half oh my god i wish you guys could see your face right now i've had people be like yellow is your power color and i don't wear any yellow literally no yellow none you, you, lasandra is like wearing a I'm gold wearing like a yellow power suit jumpsuit <laughs> today i'm in white and blue and so when i saw this i was like holy crap <laughs> like this is yellow this is gold there's green I mean the yellow on the face I mean it's like 
the space that you feel you're in this sort mm-hmm. of for me it's the um what is the third chakra i'm like well, blanking on it right now well it's like more that's the solar like the, the solar, solar plexus, plexus yeah yeah so that's you really claiming mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. and yourself mm-hmm. and your confidence that plays into that gold too 100 the the confidence yeah and your creativity too yeah and being able to own it and tap into it and mm-hmm. play Trusting. with it and use it. And this is fascinating. Oh, my God. I'm going to replay this reading. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Thank you for sharing this with me. So is my reaction, <laughs> the reaction that people have in a moment in a session with you, is it like, whoa, like this clicks? Because like yeah. for me, it was like, yeah. Damn. I mean, it's not uncommon for people to be like, uh what like like uh yo you're a stranger yeah (laughs) like how did this like how did the and sometimes like people judge the color Mm -hmm. and sometimes people will be like "Mm, i don't like uh i don't like that color yeah but then once i soon as i tell them the i'm like i'm like green for some reason people don't like the color green like they don't like that they come out green but i'm like i'm like Honey, just wait. Just wait. Yeah. Like, give me like two seconds, yeah. and then you're about to like it. Yeah. And then as soon as I explain it, they're like, "Oh, no, I really do like that." And I'm like, "Oh my god, no!" But it's a reflection of our ego, and it's yeah. a reflection of the prejudgment we often yeah. And it's okay. With. We all have we all have yeah. that. We all have preconceived notions of what we think things should be, and and yeah, yeah. What's your favorite thing about this work? About aura photography? About connecting with people? That's it. Yeah, the um, connection. Yeah, I really love showing people a beautiful side of them and connecting with them and really just like, because I I don't know what the process is like for other aura photographers. Yeah. I can only speak to the way that like the messages move through me and what I'm called to do with people that come and have sessions with me. But for me, I am such a, I guess, a teacher at heart in the sense that like, I like to see like, okay, what do you do with it? Yeah. So that's my favorite part is yeah. just like looking at somebody in the eye and being like, yo, this is what's happening with your aura. But also like, if you want bonus points, go home and make a list of your intentions mm. and then like take advantage of the energy that you're already putting out there. And because like, I would appreciate that yeah. if someone was like, cause I like, I, I mean, I like, I like a tarot reading mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. a, a, um, any a palm reading as much as the next person but Mm -hmm. like how is that gonna help me like bring things into my actual life but like okay so now I got a reading of like what my energy is doing and now you know you have to be very like your art because your your aura in particular is already saying that you're like you're ready to receive Mm. that's the green energy you're ready to receive prosperity you just have to be kind of crystal clear of the kind of prosperity that you want to call in yeah and like Okay, wonderful. We're humans. We have free will. We can shape shift this thing called energy. We're mm-hmm, we're powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what you gonna do? Like, and make I think a, that's what's important is that action item piece of this, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you receive the information, and then it's like now what? And I think in general, that's a piece that's always missing from a lot of these conversations. Is well, okay, great. You find out all this wonderful, cool stuff. Where you need to grow, where you need to shift, what you can keep doing. But then what do you do with it? And so making a list of intentions, being reflective and understanding like for me, okay, discernment is huge and deciding where I'm going to put my energy and what I'm going to um, move forward with. And um, I've always got like a million ideas and it's about choosing which one and going with it. 
And so that action item piece I think is important. And then so have you had people who have come back to you after a reading six months later or just any time later and they're like, hey, I I did what you said. I put into action. And have you had that experience? Because I think what's so cool too is that you've built and you are building a community around you and and really genuine connections with people surrounding this work. And so, uh, yeah, have people come back to you? Yeah, so we actually go to Oakland quite a bit. Mm. Uh, We go to Northern California a lot. So there's a community up there, and I have people that come back to just, like, check in their auras. Yeah. Um, And, like, I'll be like, okay, what was, like, what were your colors last time? She's like, no, like, this is, like, I had such a big shift, and I went through this and this, this, and this. And, like, it's not even necessarily, like, the advice that I will get that I'll give them, but it's just the awareness awareness. that I give them, which is, like, I feel like that is such a gift – um that I'm able to pass forward to somebody so then they can mm-hmm. act accordingly I mean like um, we've been saying this whole time awareness is everything mm-hmm. and it's such a game changer and changing and like it checking in with yourself is uh, for some reason it's underrated but like I really do like mm-hmm. to not to be autonomous yeah. to be one with uh, yourself and your connection to your intuition. However, that shows up for you. Sometimes it's uh, prayer, meditation. Yeah. Sometimes people have a higher have a higher spirit that they talk to. Whatever. Like as long as you're con- like checking in and connecting with your intuition. Like, yeah. yeah, that's you can get all the aura readings you want, or you can mm-hmm. like get all the crystals or anything like that. But if you're not checking back in with your intuition and really like mm-hmm. listening to that inner voice, yeah. Then oh, so true. Then like, yeah. Uh, then what's the point? Then like you're just gonna have a lot of cute aura pictures yeah. and like some tarot yeah. kit, some tarot decks. Yeah. I a think lot of expensive the big crystals. message for me, based on what you're saying, is like, you can do all of the aura photography. You can work with crystals. You can um, psychic readings. Meditate. You can yeah. work with a psychic, a medium, whatever it might be. But there's always another step to it. And it's that process of checking back in with yourself, of being reflective, like we said at the beginning, doing that self-development, self-reflection work that allows you to continue to ascend, that allows you to continue to elevate, to master yourself, to master uh, your work on yourself, and which is then in turn the work that you do in the world. I mean, it's huge. It's always because the lesson's always going to come back and slap you in the face until you're willing to do the hard work around it. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no way around it. Yeah. And until you it's get quiet up, with yourself yeah. and allow yourself to move through something. Because it's just going to show up in a different mm-hmm. outfit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's so true. Like, it's no, so true. In mm-hmm. so many ways. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. You can't skip it. No, you can't. No. So, what is your spiritual practice like today? This practice of checking back in your with yourself of doing the self-reflection work of self-development do you meditate daily do you journal what does it look like for you for you now are you doing another women's retreat what's what's on the horizon at the the moment I just I just finished up that seven month cycle and um I'm taking a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. from the women's work because I feel like that cupeth is fulleth. Yeah. Oh, that's such <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I really um am called to 
work on stuff in from a more structural masculine perspective mm-hmm. since i do feel like my goddess card is like you know like if you have like a subway card or something like that yeah my goddess card is like cute like yeah, she's, she's ready, ready to be like she's good she's ready to be like turned in <laughs> for like a free sub you know and to work like, on that 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 masculine yeah like yeah i need a little bit more structure mm-hmm. and i need to also be able to like because i like again i'm i'm most of my most of my clients are women i'm zero percent can like zero percent trouble connecting to like the the, the feminine divine feminine feminine. aspect of the thing yeah um i recently did a session with um this wonderful guy called jamie Woolrab, and i met him through the women's group he did like um a session for us a voice and body and i reconnected with him and we um i worked with him and it was just so incredible what it was like to to introduce like energy work uh and through a mass through a masculine um yeah Yeah. through a masculine vessel and like i just like we we i did his aura earlier this week and it was like my world was like a little rocked because i didn't know i needed it Mm. so i think you should always kind of try to push yourself out of your comfort zone and try something new um and that doesn't mean that i'm not going to go back to like the women's group and i still i still listen to when I take my dog out for a hike every morning, I listen to White Sun. Mm-hmm. So I listen to um, I listen to Bauta Kaurum, mm-hmm. which is like the 25th uh, party of Jepchi. And then uh, there's Ekamai, which is the 30th party of Jepchi. So I'll just like listen to those. Um, it's like like one of the Bauta Kaurum is for prosperity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the other one is, I think, just like the divine feminine strength. Yeah. Some, yeah. Might be getting it wrong. But no, um, no, you're right. That one is very much connected to the divine feminine. Yeah. yeah. So... I so we because we chanted those as a group um and they're very much just like a part of my daily practice yeah and whether or not I actually can get on the mat and do any actual practice that's definitely a part of my everyday yeah every single day mm-hmm. um I don't miss any of that but like um I do want to start bringing more, more masculine and yeah bringing and more so of that like, in I joined like I joined a, like a gym that's right down the street that's like uh, you know I, I said I like classes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like being in groups <laughs> I'm a sucker for groups so I joined so the like, workout class is well, perfect I also don't like to you know I don't know if, like, if if you're like this but I mean there's a lot of people that are like this like I make so many decisions throughout the day that I don't want to have like literally Amen. literally I do not want to have to decide what I'm gonna try no, to no, do no, at the no. gym no, no so no, no. I joined this like little little, little class that. like j- like it's like yeah. a high intensity interval training thing that's very just, tapping into the masculine. Yeah. So then yes. I can just like go there for an hour and then make zero decisions Perfect. and be done with the thing. Yeah. So that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's another way to get, that's another way to get in touch with. Cause when I was working with Jamie, he was like, um, he asked me where I breathe from. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I pointed here. That's where my heart sent, like my heart center. Yeah. And he's like, that's really wonderful. He's like, but you're not, you're not taking up room. You're kind of a, not yeah. like that. I'm apologizing for being no, there. No, he's no. like, you need to breathe from also like down here, the from, root yeah. from the root. And I'm yeah. like, Oh crap. There's mm-hmm. always work to do. There's always work There's to do. Always work. And then what's interesting is as you do more of this masculine work, I wonder if there will be a moment where then the work becomes more of balancing the divine feminine mm-hmm. with the divine masculine. Now that you have, when the time comes, tapped into both. Mm-hmm. The cupeth runneth on both. Do you know what I mean? It's so fascinating because the work is always there and the understanding is always there. And um, 
oh, I'm excited to see what this will look like for you because yeah. it's not, uh, it's not something <laughs> we talk enough about, which mm-hmm. is tapping into both the feminine and the masculine and then balancing it. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed for myself is most of, not most of, but a good amount of the last couple of years has been about learning how to balance the two and when to tap into which one and when to allow one to step forward and the other to step back. Yeah. And it's a journey. Yeah. It's a process of self-understanding, self-mastery, everything else. You're like the, the thing. The thing. Um, I did do this like... Um, I did auras in uh in Denver. It was a it was a women's retreat. <laughs> <laughs> but when one day you will be at a, a men's retreat doing auras, and that will be an interesting full circle Honey, moment. Yes, let's yes. make that. Yes, let's um, put it out there. Let's put it out there. So no, but I was at a women's retreat, <laughs> and then um, I, the I did before and afters. Yeah, uh, and most of like most of the women had blocked receptivity wow wow because the ability Mm -hmm. to receive is very feminine yeah so and but and also like everyone was an over giver in Mm, that group interesting and so it was really great for us to start the week the weekend yeah knowing that that was a common thread in the group so the the facilitator could really tap into that and work through that with Mm. the group and then by the end of it, we had more of a balance. And you can see that in the aura images as well. You can see when it's in uh, people ask me if there's bad colors. Oh, no, that's that's like a frequently asked question. People are always like, really? is my aura black? Well, first of all, well, like, oh, get God. out of here. Get out of here. And oh, but God. I will. But I will be like, <laughs> yes, your aura is black. Um, like your soul. It's like, wow, actually, you think you broke my camera. There's nothing. There's nothing. You're like a vampire. I don't even see you. Um, Hysterical. No, but people. But it, like everything, there's light and shadow. There's a positive and a, a negative, po- positive. a dark and a light to mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, it's fascinating. But you can, and with that, like I said earlier, it was like the vibrational plane, like vi- a vibrational plane. Every color exists in like a very specific plane mm-hmm. and you can tap in that plane of the color you like, for example, yellow, you can tap into like the good, the good aspects of it, the joy, the like the like intellection and then you can be just like in your head and like mm-hmm. not like so it's very easy to tap mm-hmm. like stuck like stuck in that like nothing's making me happy yeah. like it's like there's there's ways in which like you can get yourself into the shadow but you can also when you acknowledge that there is a shadow you can easily just breathe it out and let it go and let it just pass through you instead of stay and yeah. like simmer yeah and again it goes back to that awareness mm-hmm. right so Always. When you're aware of the dark, when you're aware of the quote-unquote negative, whatever it might be, I kind of view it more as the areas where there are room, there's room for growth. So I look at like the shadow side of things as like, yeah, maybe it's a little darker, maybe it's a little more negative, but it's actually the space where I can challenge myself to grow. And so hysterical that someone asked you or some people have asked you like, are there bad colors? It's kind of like asking in astrology, are there bad signs? Like, is there like a sign no one wants to be? And it's so funny because we, I just had a conversation on the podcast about astrology and we were kind of reflecting on the same thing, which is like, no, it's like nothing bad. It's like the light and the dark and where you choose to focus your energy and how you'll grow from it. Yeah. With, um, I forget who or where I heard this from, but whenever you feel a trigger um, in a negative way or if we feel a pull or a tug mm-hmm. you have um, I've learned 
um, to turn that into gratitude for oh. being like saying, thank you for revealing an unhealed part of myself. Oh. Cause that's, I had to like, I've, I've like in my previous, like my most recent relationship, there was something that completely trivial that yeah. triggered me yeah. in a negative way. What? And I was like, it triggered like a bunch of anxiety and stuff like that. And I was like, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm grateful that this happened. This like weird circumstance happened because it revealed an unhealed part of me from a, like a relationship from like eight years prior. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I'm grateful for that. Cause now it's not this, this guy isn't the problem. It was the guy, Mm -hmm. like the guy, Mm -hmm. the guy before The unresolved stuff. Yeah, but now I can like just send some love to that version Mm -hmm. of me eight years ago and heal that, like whatever the whatever little nuggets are left over, and then I can. So interesting because recently somebody said to me something that is obviously stuck with me, which is you know different relationships, different moments obviously teach us different things. There are triggers that come up, old wounds, and often you need to be triggered in that moment to have the opportunity to heal it. And then once you heal it, you move through it and you step into a new, brighter, shinier version of yourself. That's why the universe isn't going to give you a free pass. No. You got to heal it or you got to learn it. Mm-hmm. And then because it's, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And that's why I've become very big with myself on when I see these moments, like encapsulating it, taking it, being like, okay, what? What's going on? What do I need to shift? What Mm -hmm. do I need to change? What do I actually often, more often than not, need to let myself sit through to allow myself to move? Because often in our society, and I'm sure, let me know if this this resonates for you, we often want to move so quickly through the stuff, through the mud, to get to the other side because we don't want to be in the stuff. We don't want to be in the mud. We we are in such a fast-paced world. And so our our inner work often feels like it needs to be fast-paced. Our journey to the next step, to where we're going to be in our life, in our career, in our relationships needs to be so speedy and so yeah. fast. I mean, I'm a double Virgo. Oh so like, <laughs> I'm like super like, no, I'm like organized and like also I'm very nurturing, but I'm also like but very you're like ready to get stuff done. Yeah. 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 I like, where's the, like, where's the list and let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let's just like, and why isn't everybody mm-hmm. on time? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's hard. Mm-hmm. I sometimes don't have patience and yeah. it's, it's, um, and so you have to have that, like, it's humbling mm-hmm. to have to really like it, to have to like release and surrender yeah. to the universe because I'm not the one that's in control. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can't control what happens to me or know how fast things happen, right. but I can control how I react to it. So true. And I can control, um, what I accept and what I won't accept. Yeah. And, and it's, boy, it's just, it's just hum- like humbling. Hum- surrender is humbling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like surrender is such a theme for this summer. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I just keep feeling like it is such a theme. Like, the process of allowing yourself to be in the moment in which you are now to allow the change, to allow the shifts, to allow yourself to, I think in some ways shine and be in the sun. I think there's something really interesting and powerful about the summertime anyway. Mm -hmm. And when you allow yourself to surrender to it, 
You're like, there's something else I can do. I just got to be here. I just got to keep showing up. And trust that you've already yeah. done the, like, mm-hmm. tr- especially if you've already done a lot of the work yeah. to set it up mm-hmm. and just really trusting that you've got the foundation yeah. to handle it. And yeah. sometimes we don't trust ourselves to like yeah. know that we got it. Like in these sunlight, like, I don't know if like, you've ever had trouble like even standing up for yourself Mm -hmm. where you're like oh like it's either self-worth stuff or just like fear of thinking that like you might get yeah like like you'll be an outcast yeah 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 yeah. there's like a lot even alive yeah yeah I mean I've I've had to like I've had moments in my in my with my photography that I'm like well I can't I can't stand up for myself because then I'll lose I'll never work again Mm -hmm. because I'll be that person that but you know what people standing up for themselves left and right mm-hmm. especially dudes mm-hmm. dudes do it very much in their masculine yeah. stepping up speaking up um yeah unafraid Dude, unafraid all the time handle the business i was like i asked uh one of my um my former employer who's a who's this very successful creative i was like hey if someone did this with your because he's in mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. but i was like if someone did this with like what they did, what someone did to me yeah. with my photos, with your song, what would you do? He goes, my lawyer would send them a letter. Mm. And I was like, it's that simple. Right. It's like, but it's we just, often sit too much in the fear of what it will mean. What it will mean. Mm-hmm. Like, what someone the, else will think. Yeah. What this, what the, like, is it going to affect my relationship with this person, the community, like this and that? I don't want to ruin, like, I don't want everybody to look at me like I'm some sort of like a greedy blah, blah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. No. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what's going to, what's going to feel worse? You um, choosing someone else's, uh, like, basically someone Vermin. else, like, yeah. violating yeah. you. Essentially, because yeah. if it's like not an agreement, like it's kind of a violation, mm-hmm. especially if you're creative and someone's taking your, mm-hmm. you know, you're mm-hmm. in the creative field. Like if somebody's yeah. like taking a like a copyrighted work yeah, and using it, it's awful. Um, without like proper compensation or even uh, acknowledgement, uh, acknowledgement or permission, mm-hmm. um, it's a violation, and yeah. that's not a that's not a relationship you want to salvage anyway. Yeah, but you know what I think it's really interesting about what you just shared is that often in order to create change in terms of how we do business, how we interact with each other, how we show up, whatever it might be, however it manifests itself, it starts with one person having the courage to speak up for themselves Mm -hmm. and to stand up for themselves and to stand in that masculine and say, hello, this is me. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to proclaim it. And if someone doesn't like it, then we're just not an energetic match in that moment. Mm-hmm. But it's more important that I take care of myself. And, but it's a journey to get there and to get to that to that know, space like, with yourself. And you're a lawyer, dude. So it's like, <laughs> like, and so you have you have like the you have to have that. Like especially at work. Mm-hmm. I don't know about like my personal life mm-hmm. might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But like at work, you're like, nah, dog. I got the law. <laughs> like this is what it is. <laughs> it's so that's very cool cut have, and dry because you mm-hmm. have a you have a system. Yeah, place. and and I think it's interesting for me. It's it's interesting to have this dichotomy and this balance of the logical, the masculine in my day to day, and this more creative feminine you're creating your balance yeah but you have to do it and I think it applies to you too Mm and in what you're doing with your business and I've got to ask you before Mm -hmm. we wrap up because Mm -hmm. we've been talking for like an hour and 15 minutes hilarious hilarious and you and I knew this is gonna happen and we'll this just means we'll have to do it again yeah but 
I want to ask you two things. Cool. Okay. First one. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Okay. And then I'll hit you with the next one. Yeah. Question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the best piece of advice I've received probably, I mean, I guess recently. Oh, I would say I'm going to give it to the, like, like really recently. Yeah. Um, was with uh, the session I had with Jamie Woolrab. He's amazing. He, um, during our session, um, he had me affirm um, that I am a goddess and I do not suffer for fools. Hmm. So that's like one of the things that I, that's my like new mantra is that I, I'm not going to suffer for fools, yeah. for people who, um, who are just playing with me. Mm-hmm. And that is in my personal life and in business. And that's standing up for yourself. Yeah. That's, well, I'm working on my boundaries. Yeah. So important. I'm, I, yeah, I'm totally working on my boundaries in both personal and professional. Like, so like, and that's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that's the that's the mantra for that's the, the summer. That's the moment right now. That's for the you. moment for me. Is and that's like why I think the lesson comes back to you, dressed up in a different outfit. Like my boundaries, um, with men, with clients, like it with friends, like with friends and family. Like I've got that luck. Like that's fine. But it's like yeah. with the masculine aspect yeah. of yeah. life, the men in the business, both masculine, both masculine energies. Those have, I. It's like my boundaries are undefined, but like, and I've always taken the brunt mm-hmm. of the of the of the sucky part, the burnt toast. Mm-hmm. So, and this is your opportunity and your moment to define them. I have to. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep suffering the lesson. I'm gonna keep. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna keep getting. And you don't need to. I'm gonna keep getting crap sandwiches served to me, oh and my I'm. God. I ain't trying to do that. That's no, not no, cute. no, 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 no. All right. My last question uh-huh. for you before we go, what is your biggest dream? That's good. <laughs> um, you know, it's shifted my, like when I was, when I was little, I had a very clear, clear dream of like what I wanted to, like what I wanted my house to look like, where I wanted to be. And I knew that I wanted to be like in California. I knew that I wanted to be like, acting and stuff like that and but that's that's shifted so much that's like it's not even like I'm like what is like I don't even like mm-hmm. I mean I'm in California but um that part my, you got you got yeah, locked that, down yeah that, that, yeah, that part yeah, we got yeah that check mark mm-hmm. um but like my biggest dream is just to be able to continue to like like do work from a place of joy and hopefully be able to still connect with people and be able to be, to live in abundance and make, make money so then I can be able to make enough money to where I live comfortably and, um, and not, not just comfortably to like, um, to thrive, to thrive, yeah to thrive. I can like do, cause that's what money is, is energy. It's, it's your ability to express yourself and your ability to be fully in this body and in this life. So that's what money is. And yeah. I've, that's, that's also like old paradigm patterning from mm-hmm. my family, mm-hmm. uh, super Catholic, uh, Hispanic coming from yeah. like a very, like very poor. Yeah. Um, so that's like in my DNA yeah. is to, it's like trained that I'm, mm-hmm. that I don't deserve money. Mm-hmm. So, or like that we have to work really hard for it. That's also a, a false yeah, that um, karma that's like in the in your it's DNA in, there. in your and blood. So yeah, I feel like it's my duty to sort of like break that, to cleanse it. Yeah, and so that's a part of my dream is like to mm-hmm. really like cleanse that and hopefully like set like my fam like even just like 
do some, if I can do some energy work around that to like hopefully set myself or like my future generations free, that'd be great. And so like, so I can just chill more with my family. I love my family. Mm. Like my, my, I'm obsessed with my niece and nephew. They live in Louisiana and Mm. I'm obsessed with my dog. So it's like, I just want to spend more time with them Mm -hmm. and like continue to work in this arena in one way or another. I just love, I just want to help people shine and grow and capture it. I love that. In whatever way that manifests. Yeah. I have stopped being tied to how it looks. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you're you're there. Like, you're doing the work. You're in this space. You're in California. I think often, you know, we create, like, a net for ourselves of where we want to be. We have every, like, detail. But I'm learning for myself, at least. It's it's more important to have, to cast a bit of a wider net, but within, like, a space that I know I want to be in. You got to point the ship in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you got to know where you're aiming, mm-hmm. and you you do. Thank you for doing this with Thank me. You. I love. Oh my god, this has been so much fun, and we could literally talk for forever. <laughs> where can everybody find you? Learn more. Um, get their aura photo taken with you. So, um, on Instagram, it's auraology. So it's like the word aura and then ology. There's an underscore before and after. <laughs> We can we'll all we can all notes. get at the person that has the regular orology, but you know, you know. I lost that battle. Um, and then my website's orology.net. I also lost the battle with a dot com. It's a lot of battles lost, but you know what? <laughs> we winning. We are here winning. We are winning. We are out here winning. But you can find me on Instagram. Uh, is that's the best way? That's the best way to keep in touch with like what events we're doing. Um, we put up on our Instagram what the events that we're gonna be doing are, and they they pop up all the time. We um, we're always we're always traveling somewhere. I'm just so excited for people to hear this, and I love where the conversation went. And uh, we'll do this again. This was so much fun, and thank Yay. you for this photo, which I'm literally I cannot wait. I can't wait for people to see this because it's fantastic. Thank you. It'll be interesting to see, like, uh, in like like in three six months, like how you've shifted, especially mm-hmm. like once you've allowed yourself to like receive the things that you're trying to receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, once they start be- coming in, it'll be interesting to see yeah. where we shift into. Yeah.